Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 22nd of August, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. Last week, two United States Navy warships visited the Marmara Coast, the strategic region that connects the Black Sea to the Aegean Sea. This raised questions because with the war in Ukraine, the Black Sea region is going through a very tense period. The presence of the U.S. alone raises the tension. The U.S. ambassador stated that the ship's recent visit was a, quote, great example of cooperation and coordination between Turkey and the USA, end quote. However, the unfortunate timing raised public concern. Lately, there has been a lot of news about violence against women, murder, robberies, and crime in general, circulating on social media. Whenever such news makes headlines, the ruling bloc always suggests bringing back the death penalty. In his most recent column, Barish Tokalu, a journalist, wrote that the ruling bloc always brings up the death penalty as a deterrent for such violent crimes. However, when it comes to actual lawmaking, the government does the opposite of what it says. He pointed out that since the pandemic, the government let out thousands of criminals convicted of violent crimes on remission before they completed even a quarter of their sentences. He also wrote that while murderers, drug dealers, and abusers always get lucky with new regulations, journalists and political offenders never seem to hit the jackpot with remission. Most recently, the government introduced a regulation that prevents ex-cons who were released from prison as part of the COVID-19 precautions to return to prison. Speaking of imprisoned journalists, on Tuesday the 15th, the police arrested Barish Pehlevin, an opposition journalist, for violating his parole. Back in early 2022, he was sentenced to almost four years in prison for revealing confidential documents in his report on the Turkish intelligence officers who died in Libya. He was released in September 2020 on parole, on the condition that he's not involved in another lawsuit. However, a member of the Supreme Court filed a defamation lawsuit against him a few months back. Pehlevin said that he's under attack by the government because of the book he wrote on Suleiman Soylu, the former Minister of the Interior. He also couldn't benefit from the new regulation that kept convicts who were released from being incarcerated again. Pehlevin said that the government thinks he is more dangerous than a murderer, and he has to be locked up and added that he'll continue to do journalism in prison. Now some good news on the economy. Back in 2021, the president introduced a new investment scheme in hopes of increasing the demand for the Turkish lira, thus stopping the rapid depreciation of the Turkish currency. He called it an FX-protected deposit. Basically, investors put Turkish liras out at interest, and the bank fixes the amount of money they put in the bank account to whatever it's worth in the U.S. dollars. If the value of the U.S. dollar increases, the value of their money also increases, even if it's in Turkish liras. There are also monthly interest earnings on top of this, so it was a very profitable deal. With this scheme, the government aimed to encourage investors to exchange foreign currency for Turkish lira, creating demand for it in the market. Theoretically, it did bring more Turkish liras onto the market, but it also cost the government a lot of money because the U.S. dollar didn't lose any value as they hoped and became too expensive for them. They had to pay the difference in currency as well as the interest earnings. Now, the central bank revealed that it'll start phasing out this scheme. It will reportedly encourage investors to turn their investment accounts into regular lira accounts and discourage them from renewing their accounts. While we're talking about the economy, the soaring inflation is affecting the daily life of everyone and most salaries aren't enough to get by. The public servant union is protesting against the salary increase the government proposed for the next year. The executive proposed a 25% increase. However, the amount is 8% less than the central bank's inflation forecast for the next year. The union's protest came as a surprise, as it's very close to the government. How about international relations? 
On Sunday the 20th, President Erdogan met with the Hungarian president. The two agreed to increase bilateral relations and also talk about Turkey's EU membership. On a different note, on Sunday the 20th, Turkey held the 35th Bosphorus Cross-Continental Swimming Race in Istanbul. More than 2,000 swimmers participated in the competition. One of them was the Dutch ambassador to Turkey. He said he joined the competition to raise awareness of a campaign organized for the victims of the Marash earthquakes that devastated southern Turkey earlier this year. He said that the Netherlands raised over 150 million U.S. dollars for the victims, but that the Dutch embassy also wanted to do something. Moving on to some cultural news. On Tuesday the 15th, the Fener Greek Patriarchate led a mass to commemorate the Assumption of Mary at the Sumela Monastery in the city of Trabzon. The Patriarchate has been leading an annual mass at the monastery since 2010, with government permission. However, Islamists and nationalists have been demanding to ban the mass. A group of nationalists stated that the date of the mass coincided with the date that Turks conquered the city of Trabzon back in 1461. A member of the nationalist Good Party said that this day is a day of mourning for the people against Turkey, and that the coinciding of dates shouldn't be passed off as a coincidence, arguing that the mass also symbolizes an anti-Turkish sentiment. Earlier this summer, Elon Musk challenged Mark Zuckerberg to a cage fight. Zuckerberg accepted. There have been some suggestions about where to hold the fight. For example, the Italian government suggested the two hold the fight at the historic Colosseum in Rome. The most recent suggestion came from Mustafa Verank, Turkey's former minister of industry and technology. On Twitter, he shared a picture of two people oil wrestling, the national sport of the country, and invited Musk and Zuckerberg to have the fight at Ur-Medana, where the country holds the annual oil wrestling tournaments. And to wrap up this edition, some news on education. Recall that earlier this summer, the Higher Education Board allocated a quota for university placement for women aged 34 and above who have not graduated. Well, on Saturday the 19th, the board announced the placement results, which caused quite a stir. Thanks to this quota, many people who scored the bare minimum required got placed in the most prestigious universities. For example, someone who got 160 points was placed in a major that normally accepts students who got at least 510 points, the highest score available. And that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can always financially support us by using the link in the show notes. Can't do that, but still want to support us? Tell your friends about us and hit the subscribe button. Hostra Kaleen!